Hi, my name is White James Moore, and you are listening to my dad and your host of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 10 of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. I'm Sean Moore, your host and founder of Lifestyle Asset University. And thanks for joining me. We had quite a break, actually, between episode number 9 and episode number 10. We've been working really, really hard inside of a members area and a master class that we've put together to help people build their portfolios of lifestyle assets. We cover everything from the acquisition to the management to the marketing and everything in between. So um, I apologize for not being as consistent as we want to be. We're going to start being way more consistent on the podcast here. So thank you again for joining us. And I want to address the number one question I get when I talk to people on the phone, when I talk to people inside of our members area, when I join other people's podcasts, when they're thinking about building that portfolio of lifestyle assets, the number one question they ask me is, where should I buy? Where's the most profitable areas to invest in? And where's the where are the best areas for vacation rentals in general? And guys, there's no perfect answer for that. There's That's such a... There, um, there's such an uh, there's so many good markets across the country. There's not one market. There's not 50 markets. There's not 100 markets. There's hundreds of markets for a lot of different reasons. The best or a better way to ask that question and a better question to ask for is, how do I decide what makes a good lifestyle asset? How do I decide what makes a good vacation rental inside of a particular market? That's a better that's a better question to ask because there's no one size fits all. And there's a lot of different, there's not one data source that you're going to look at. There's not one, there's not one um, tool, software tool that you're going to use. There's not one professional that you're going to go to that tells the whole story. You have to compile a whole bunch of different data sources. And you're going to really start with the location, right? You're going to start with picking out a location that you like. What And in that location that you like, what are some of the profit drivers? What brings people to the area? Why do you like the area? What are some of the things that you're attracted to with that area? And where are people coming from? What local attractions or events bring visitors in? Is, there, is it seasonal or is it year-round? All of those different things you need to be asking yourself to... Uh, to to start to compile that data. Again, there's not one data source. We use AirDNA a lot. We use MashFizer. Uh, we use our local management experts. We use local real estate experts. We use lenders, if you can believe it, actually when we're searching for locations. Because lenders are pretty dialed into certain numbers. And if a lender doesn't want to lend in a certain area, that should be a, that should be a clue for us that that's not really going to be a fit for us as, as an investor. So we use we compile data from many different data sources. And we start with the location, right? I always tell people it's kind of like peeling back the layers of the onion. You, you start with your location, then you figure out what makes a good lifestyle asset in this area? What makes a good vacation rental? And we start to peel back those layers. Where are people coming from? Is this a, is this a seasonal area? Is it a, a year-round area? What do occupancy rates look like? What do nightly rates look like? And you have to take all of that data to compile it to make a good decision. And then you take that location, and now you narrow down, okay, I kind of like the location. I've got some data points discovered, and I've got some... I've got some good things that are some good questions I've asked and answered along the way, right? What we do is not rocket science. I always tell people what we're doing is it's following a step-by-step process. And that process is asking questions along the way. You ask a question, you get an answer. You peel back another layer. You ask another question, you get another answer. 
And as you go through that process of finding those locations and what drives people in those locations, then you start talking about property types, okay? What, what property type makes sense in these areas? I always tell people riches are in the niches. You don't want to appeal, you don't want to buy a property and try to appeal to every, everybody. You know, the same property that families go visit doesn't attract, uh, uh, for, it doesn't set up nicely for a romantic getaway for couples. And, you know, another property might be set up for adventure seekers and or, or adults going on a golfing trip. And so all these different properties, you know, the, the people that you're going to attract like certain property types. Do they like single family homes? Do they like condos? Do they like townhomes? Do they like to be in a resort? Do they like to be away from the action? And so all of these different questions you have to answer. And there's always crossover. There's not one perfect answer. You know, you're going to you're going to find that some property types don't work well in some areas and other property types do much better. And then there's going to be multiple property types that cross over. And you you, you and so I always tell people and, and they get sometimes frustrated that pick areas you like and then pick properties that you like. Stay in your lane. Invest in and purchase what you know, right? Invest in the in the types of properties that you know. If you are a family traveler and you like to travel with large groups, I would look at properties that can accommodate large groups because you're going to be able to speak to that crowd. When we go further into it and we actually have to start marketing and we have to actually start appealing to that crowd, you're going to be much more comfortable if you're staying in your lane and you're purchasing what you know. So the, the so you've got the location, you start peeling back the layers of the onion. Then we start asking about property types. We start peeling back the layers of the onion. And a lot of it starts with what you like. And then we make sure that what you like is actually viable in the area and the property type that you're selecting. And then you even go down and dial in further. And the third aspect is really understanding different neighborhoods, those micro markets within specific locations. Understanding different HOAs and neighborhood demographics. HOA um, municipal or municipal regulations, the HOA regulations, right? They all have. There's a lot of a lot of talk going on on the vacation rental side of life. You have to really understand that. Do you like purpose-built communities that are that are specifically built for vacation rentals? They have a lot of resort-type amenities, or do you like more traditional communities? Understanding those different neighborhoods and the opportunities within them help us answer that question of location and where should we buy? Where is the most profitable area? But again, it's not, you don't just pick an area and say, okay, I like this area, I'm going to buy a house there and list it on Airbnb or VRBO or wherever else, and you're going to be profitable. That's not how this game works. And there's a lot of different variables, a lot of different data sources that you have to check. There are software tools like we talked about. There are professionals within the industry that we talked about. And, you know, you have to be able to, to compile lots of different data points to help you make that decision. And again, it's not rocket science, but there's a lot of moving parts, especially when you're talking about investing in vacation homes. They're a lot harder to run the numbers on and decide if they make sense versus just a traditional single family long-term rental, right? Long-term rentals, the, the income is fairly consistent. You know, you're gonna buy a property for $200,000, it's gonna rent for $1,500 a month. You can quickly run the numbers and see if that makes sense. Vacation rentals aren't quite that easy, right? You have to, there's much more, a much more detailed process that you have to follow. You have to know average nightly rates. You have to know seasonality. You have to know occupancy percentages. You have to know all these different things, rates that go up and down on a daily basis. Weekends are, you know, will rent for more than weekdays. And you have to be able to figure out all that, all of that different stuff to actually run accurate numbers. And again, there's, 
it, it's not as easy as like a traditional rental, but it's not difficult either if you follow that process. And so to ask that, that to answer that question of the, the number one question I always get is, where should I buy? Where's the best location? That you should learn to ask a better question. Ask, asking better questions or different questions will give you different answers. And the better question or different question would be, how do I analyze locations? How do I analyze property types? How do I decide and narrow it down to specific neighborhoods. And that's a process. That's a process that you have to follow. And you start with the tools like AirDNA and MashVisor. You start with areas that you enjoy, things that you understand. And then you start to peel back the layers of the onion and, and actually come to that conclusion of, yes, this makes sense, or no, this doesn't make sense. And that's the ultimate game, right? We're, we're really just trying to peel back the layers of the onion until it either makes sense or doesn't make sense. And, and, and it's just a process we follow. That's why we spent so much time inside of our masterclass. I'm going to try to share some of those bits of information. You know, we got lots of worksheets with property goals and property types and analyzing neighborhoods and spreadsheets and tools and all that stuff that we, you know, that are great. And they help us compile that data to actually spit out a predictable result, right? We find properties that we feel we've, uh, we've done our due diligence and we've found areas, locations, and property types again to the location area and property type that and that will give us a, the answer to does this location make sense or not so start with where you like start with the stay in your lane start with what you understand and then we'll go from there and we can start to peel back the layers of the onion so cross check all your data with your software tools your dream team um, keep tuning into the podcast. We're going to start um, doing some expert interviews, and I'll continue to touch on this topic. But this is a question that I um, that I answer all the time, and it's not you know you can't. You, I always tell people you could take a dart and throw it at the United States, and there's it's probably going to land on a viable location. You know, finding these properties is a process, and there are many locations that work well for many different reasons. Right? They're not always vacation areas. Sometimes people are going to events. Sometimes people are going to, you know, the, a lot of areas with big medical facilities that people are going there for specific treatments do really well. So they don't even, even always have to be in the vacation side of life, but where you start is areas you like, areas you understand. If you're a business traveler, maybe you like business areas and business type properties. If you're a family vacationer, Maybe you like that. If you're if you're an adventure seeker and you're always on on the next adventure, you like areas and locations that will that will lend to the types of adventures you're after. If you really love couples getaways, and that you know those are the types of areas that you might be attracted to. But start with where you like, and then we'll start asking those questions and peeling back the layers of the onion to decide how we decide if that location is a viable area for a vacation rental and we'll discover different property types we'll start to look into specific neighborhoods you know some areas work really really well most areas work really really well but not every neighborhood will lend itself well to a vacation rental so anyways i'm going to wrap it up today if you have any questions go on our go on lifestyleassetuniversity.com um you know pay attention to that we've got trainings on there i've got a video on there that explains kind of the overall process of what we're doing and uh, might might generate some new questions that you have and you're going to have the ability to sign up and, and get on a strategy session with me if this is something that you think that you want to run down and explore and possibly actually 
build a portfolio, right? And uh, we'll keep coming at you with different episodes. It's going to be a lot more consistent from now on, and it'll revolve around the acquisition phases, around the management phase, getting your property all set up and ready to go, and then on the marketing phase to really maximize your occupancy, your rates, and really expand and, and make money with your new portfolio of lifestyle assets. So go check out the go check out the website, lifestyleassetuniversity.com. And then keep tuning in and subscribe whatever channel you're seeing this on. Some of you are seeing a, a video recording. Some of you are listening to your car on the podcast. Wherever you're at, subscribe so you're notified of the next new episodes that come out. And share it with anybody else that you think might be interested in it as well. And, uh, and we'll keep coming at you with more information. So until then, make it a great day. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Lifestyle Asset University Podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit LifestyleAssetUniversity.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.